Hey, this everybody. conference will now be recorded. All right. Everybody, welcome to the Dietary Engineering EDU BYG call. BYG, as everybody knows, stands for Be Your Greatest, an acronym that we dubbed from my mother, who over 39 years ago started this organization as Diet Print Progressions in order to save my life as a child. When we went through this horrible tragedy that was unforeseen, I redubbed the Dietary Print dietary progression to be your greatest dietary engineering dietary progressions and i thank you all for your attendance what you're going to listen to this evening is a paradigm shifting piece of information it is critical up to this point everybody's had fun challenging a couple of you on this call it is a refresher no doubt but it is a critical piece of educational information a paradigm shifting piece Paradigm means that it now takes the reality we know and it reshapes it around the food and possibly trends that have come in and out of society that reshape our thought process around food. Everybody's heard the old adage, right? We are what we eat. Well, that's never been more true. There's no doubt. From people playing scientific experiment to accelerating growth times on food to fumigation to you name it. It seems like now more than ever with this, uh, the coronavirus uh, CV-19 now more and more is coming out every day on what's going on with experimentation from animals to experimentation to you name it, other things which we won't discuss. But tonight, I hope to make you laugh, I hope to make you smile, but oh my God, are you going to learn a lot? And I ask that you listen with an open heart and an open mind because the question is very intriguing, isn't it? What happens to the fats we eat? Why do we need to eat the fats? that are correct for our individual systems. And right now, there couldn't be a better time to discuss this, not only in our country, but internationally. It's more confusing than ever. There's so many different types of diets out there, theories, lifestyles, whether it's paleo, keto, starve yourself, intermittent fasting. Oh God, I don't know what to do anymore. You've read one magazine to another. And it's good if you feel like that. And it's good if you have friends that feel like that because then they get the truth on how to really become their greatest, which is an individual approach. The education I'm sharing with everyone tonight, this is general education, but when you go deep into your own dietary playbook and those diagnostics, now it's individualized. And everyone has follow-up calls with me throughout the rest of this week specific to this piece of information, this educational technology you're going to listen into tonight. So most of us, we haven't really uh, heard of something called the prostaglandin. For short, we call it PGs, right? What is a PG? Most of you saw the title invite on, on, on the conference call, and most people have not ever heard of something called a prostaglandin. And fats in today's nutritional world can be confusing, whether it's eat a lot of fat or do I take EPAs? Uh, people jump out and say, oh, fish oil, right, Dr. Leon? So we have these ideas of different fats. So now it's really time to sit back and listen. And yes, take some notes. Because at the bottom of this page, you can see where those arrows are pointing. What is going on here can produce an anti-inflammatory hormone for a female or male immune system. But also understanding your PG chemistry how to stack your PGs, which is going to be the fundamental mission here, everybody, can accelerate weight loss. 
can accelerate the ability to remove inflammation. And everybody knows inflammation causes pain. Now, if it doesn't cause pain, it's causing that individual to feel toxic, chronically fatigued, you name it. And the secret is right here in the proof, the diagram in front of you. So fats and biochemistry are referred to as essential fatty acids. So for your shorthand, write the word fat, equal sign EFA. Now, fats are essential because we need them to be present in our immune system to manufacture something that we call a prostaglandin. For short, we call them PGs. And we know, everybody on the phone today, your blood came through our lab. You have three prostaglandins. We checked. And that's part of our diagnostic ability that my mother developed. It's amazing. Now, we're born with these glands in our bloodstream. Just like, praise God, most of us are born with a heart with four valves, two eyes, two ears, unless there's a congenital defect. However, these glands, they're very special. And because we have three, we can now assume that we need all three. Otherwise, we just have two. So for short, we're going to refer to these as prostaglandin as PG-1, prostaglandin-2 as PG-2, and prostaglandin-3 as PG-3. And before we dive in, and I know that language is new to you, and talking about fat accelerating weight loss and reducing inflammation, which reduces pain, could be new to you. What in the world is the importance of fat? What is the importance of PGs? Well, to understand this, we have to look back to see ahead. We really do. We have to go back in time a little bit, if you will. And everybody on the phone, I know you remember Flavio, the guy with the long hair in his underwear that walked across our, our television screens and was holding the tub of, I can't believe it's not butter. And we all laughed at that. We really did. And then months continued. And before you know it, there was a, a tub of, I can't believe it's not butter in everybody's refrigerator. And before you know it, crystal light had blossomed again. And it was the low calorie, no calorie, remove your appetite drink. Then the low fat, no fat came into play. Then zero calorie came into play. And I know everybody's shaking their heads right now because they're like, yeah, doc, I remember that, right? And, and NutraSweet and Equal. And during zero calorie, wasn't there another like artificial sweetener called saccharin? Yes. That, these are all neurotoxins. They've all been proven to clog the blood-brain barrier in your brain, which means it stops blood flow and clogs it from one side to another. And this went on from the early 80s all the way into the 2000s because that low-fat, no-fat diet campaign made a big comeback. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Go low-carb, go low-carb. But as fat made a comeback and the marketing and the fear of lack of education drove people away from the fat, and then it brought the fat back. I know that sounds kind of funny, but it's the truth. Because when the fat made the comeback, it was fortified with all these artificial sweeteners. It was fortified with all this natural flavoring. Oh my God, Dr. Leon, that word natural, it was popping. It was, everybody's shaking their heads again. Oh yes, in the late 90s, whoo, that word natural was everywhere. And most of you know by now, natural doesn't mean a thing. It's just a very good slogan. And you can look it up, natural flavors. It is an adage that was grandfathered in, in the 80s. There can be up to 30 to 60 hidden ingredients behind that label. 
Wow, scary. But as the 2000s came around and that low-fat, no-fat diet campaign was making its stride and these artificial sweeteners were here, now came about the cholesterol concern. And everybody, again, you remember this. This new drug Lipitor was surfacing. Oh, my God. Everybody has cholesterol problems. No one's eaten red meat for years because it caused damage. No one's eaten shellfish for years because it caused damage. Plus, they were fatty. But then again, no one's eaten fat because they told us to stay away from it. But we need fat now. The liver, the body, the gallbladder needs fat. Oh, my God. Cholesterol and heart disease are through the roof. Take a drug. Wow. This beautiful Broadway play. And I'm being a little silly here, but it's the truth. Depending on the age groups, your medical histories, and people you care about, everyone on this call knows exactly what I'm talking about. And everybody remembers three to five years after that new first drug of Lipitor came through, the class action lawsuits all over the television screen of people that took the drug had side effects, it increased rates of cancer, and there's just nothing to be done. It's very scary. These trends are real. Everything I pointed out to you has been proofed. It's not Dr. Leon Melman research, but what is Sari Melman and Dr. Leon Melman pioneering is to help you understand what has happened so we can see ahead. To look back and see ahead is a commodity. Thinking is the best commodity we have. So what could be the importance of these PGs, Doc? What could be the importance of understanding the right fat as we move forward? Because it's still confusing as ever. Well, let's talk about this now. And let's try and understand some of the common problems and symptoms that we experience with our immune systems. Everybody, please write that down. This is a tool that you can use to have a conversation over dinner with people you love and care about or friends that you want to have a little bit of a, you know, debacle with. Because sometimes discussing things that are uncomfortable helps everyone open their mind and their heart. A symptom is something that someone should take action and do something about. A symptom is typically something you can feel. And it lets you know that your immune system is frustrated. Now, women typically act more quicker than men because they've been given this amazing ability to rebirth and give birth. Men deal with a little bit more ego, so they put things off. But why is this important? Because most of us experience a symptom that is a common problem. For example, if someone has high blood pressure, the medication prescribed to reduce that has the effect of an anti-inflammatory for the cardiovascular system because that symptom created a pain. That symptom created something they could feel, whether it was a headache, whether it was they were lightheaded, whether their hands were throbbing. There was a symptom. So if someone has high blood pressure, headaches, lightheadedness, throbbing parts of the body, lightheaded spellness, this is a symptom. And then there's a medication prescribed to reduce the inflammation within the cardiovascular system. Now watch how this goes. If there's a problem with someone's sinuses, the medication prescribed will most likely be Claritin or an Allegra or maybe a generic drug. But what does it do? Reduce inflammation in the upper respiratory tract. If someone has breathing problems, 
which we're all hearing about now because of the CV-19 virus, right? Such as asthma or their bronchioles, which is the top of the lungs, get really contracted and tight and they're gasping for air. The prescribed medication is an inhaler to reduce inflammation in the lower respiratory and upper respiratory system. Bowel problems, if someone has gastrointestinal issues, they're prescribed an anti-inflammatory and maybe even an anti-inflammatory that's a steroid to reduce inflammation in the GI tract and the bowels. I think everybody's starting to see the trend now, right? It goes on and on. Muscles, anti-inflammatories for the muscles. Dermatologists, the creams that they hand out and prescribe are anti-inflammatory. Some have steroids. Everybody, even eye doctors and ophthalmologists, those eye drops, they're anti-inflammatories for the eyes. So the medical point we are emphasizing here is the fact that at some time or another, at least one of your systems is going to throw that symptom where that white blood cell communicates to us that something is wrong and something should be done. Write that down in your shorthand. A symptom is a sign that something is wrong and something should be done. And typically our training in this country is that, oh, I need a medication. And we don't understand how to interpret how white blood cells communicate back to us, which is another general parameter of our educational calls. Now it's just unique and individual to everybody's own immune system, whether you came in to lose weight, reduce medications, or just be generally healthy and perform at a higher level. Either way, again, the medical point we are emphasizing here is the fact that at some time or another, at least one of your systems is going to need an anti-inflammatory. And your body has the capacity to manufacture its own anti-inflammatories for each end organ system, male or female. Now, we just have to try to provide it with the correct PG foods to accomplish this. And this is how many of you were referred by someone else that had to lose weight or they wanted to reduce their medication. And this way, this is exactly how it happens. In the future, patients need less or no medication. So how do we fulfill this mission? How do we achieve your personal goals on this program? Well, now we enter into the next phase. As many of you have been on format reviews with me, I said, let's just keep peeking food that is exciting. It'll pair up next to something else. It'll look pretty on your plate, keep you intrigued. Well, educational calls have now begun. We're going to intellectually stimulate you, try different patterns of challenging and what these foods can do. And if your body doesn't accept the challenge, then it just won't do. So we're going to have to fulfill a mission here. And that mission is to find foods on your individual dietary programs that will cause the three prostaglandins to be produced and manufacture in your system an anti-inflammatory hormone. Now, once you've challenged in PG foods and you have a one, two, or a three, or maybe just a one and a two and not a three, everybody's got different combos. Now the choice is to PG stack, AKA constantly flood your immune system with the appropriate PG food. So it in turn manufactures for you an anti-inflammatory hormone. I'll say it again. The mission is to find these foods on your program, these PG foods, that once these prostaglandins accept that PG food into your system, now your focus becomes to PG stack, meaning constantly flood your immune system with the appropriate PG food. 
that in turn manufactures an anti-inflammatory hormone, and then a male and female hormone. Whew, what a secret weapon. What a secret weapon to even know this piece of educational technology and then apply it. So let's get into the diagram and have some fun. So on the far left is your PG1 pathway, and you can see the words corn, olive, sunflower, and peanut. Now, there are a few others there, apricot, grape, avocado, and coconut. Now, all these foods look and taste differently, and there's no doubt everybody could be thinking right now, Doc, I've, I've eaten these before this program, but I didn't feel any of the benefits you're talking about. Remember, everybody, eating the reactive foods, whether you ate one or a lot of your reactive foods that were dangerous, those reactive foods caused cell death within 24 or 48 hours. That is 60 biochemical steps past an allergy, past sensitivity. We're dealing with alive and not alive, period. Live weight, dead weight, period. Toxicity, no toxicity. The organs can remove the toxicity. So keep an open mind and an open heart because all these foods do look and taste different. But when that little arrow underneath the box gets involved, which is an enzyme and an acid, that just naturally happens in your body once you even put this food into your mouth, not even swallowed it. As soon as that food touches your tongue, there are cranial nerves that activate. These amazing little phone call systems that we have in our body that make a phone call to the brain, the brain makes a phone call to the digestive system and says, hey, this is on its way. That's basically what you're looking at to break it down really in an elementary form. But look what happens. These acids continue to get made until at the very bottom of the page, a prostaglandin one is produced that in turn manufactures for you an anti-inflammatory hormone for that end organ system in your body. And this is what a pathway looks like or what we call a journey of how these specific fats from these PG foods are broken down to be used by your system. Now, I know all of you could be saying fat in corn, fat in like, yeah, avocado. I've heard about a fat and grape doc, apricot. Yeah, really. It's PG fat. It's special. So let's go over to the next box. PG2. Very controversial, right, everybody? Oh, my God. Red meats, dairy fats, and shellfish. Whew. Especially now with more of the world really being aware of how animals are exploited. Even people that want to continue to eat killed animals, how was it processed? Or better yet, how was it harvested? What was injected to it? What was not injected to it? People are really tired at any level of eclectic wealth or aspiring to be wealthy and working really hard. A lot of our population are done going to pay 60 to $70 for a filet mignon at a nice restaurant, but it was shot up with tenderizer. It could sit in a refrigerator for months. It wasn't like it was in the 1940s and 1950s. Butchering is a true art. Harvesting meat or fish is a true art form. And for those of you that are involved in those, you know that. Filleting is an art form. You have to learn it. However, we're in a society and now a global society where the exploitation of animals, the mixing of breeds, and the lack of hygiene has contributed to the pandemic. We're all aware of right now. But what are the benefits if these foods do challenge in well and they're not a reactive food doc? Well, let's talk about that. And they're totally different from the foods in the first box. And look at this. Look at there's just like three quick arrows 
right, everybody? Kind of looks like it breaks down easy, not a couple arrows like in PG-1. So, Doc, does that mean that it's like a faster acting system? Boy, wouldn't that be controversial too? A more of provocative conversation? Because how many of us have ever had a conversation with anybody where red meats or even when in the 1990s when buffalo started to come about, right? Well, that's a red meat too. Red meat takes a lot of energy from people's bodies. It doesn't break down quickly. Oh, not necessarily. What you're looking at is um, Nobel Peace Prize award-winning diagram here. It's an honor for me to counsel some of the physicians and people that were close with my mom and knew me as a child and knew me growing up working as a personal assistant. This diagram is a compilation broken down into a very elementary setting to help people understand our body does make anti-inflammatories to help us heal. But this diagram is also used to make amazing medications at pharmaceutical companies because it's science, but it's inside you. The answers are inside all of us. We just need the correct foods at the right time. So when we look at PG2, if these foods challenge incorrectly, yes, everybody, there's one less step than PG1. That's pretty cool. If they don't challenge in, they don't work. Now you've got Stanford, Harvard, SMU, Johns Hopkins, which has been featured a lot in the news lately. And then one of the most respected institutes overseas called the Finnish Institute with two N's has published studies of why findings with people that consume high dairy fat diets can still experience health benefits. That doesn't mean everybody, but they can still experience health benefits. And in the dairy fat and the shellfish fat, I know, right? There's fat and shellfish, but it's true. They're a PG too. There's another type of fat called a sphenogolipid. Whew, that's a fun word, like extraterrestrial. Sphenogolipid. It's spelled S-P-H-E-N-O, golipid. And they have found that these sphenogolipids are beneficial for preventing colon cancer and also preventative for cardiovascular disease. I'm talking about food here, everybody. I'm not selling a supplement. I'm talking about nutrients in the foods that are here on this planet. And by the way, shellfish, they're, they're like archaic. The, the, those little things are so smart. They have been here for hundreds of thousands of years, lobsters and shrimp and colossals. I mean, you got to really sit back and think about that. They, they've got a high level of intellect of how to survive. But isn't that interesting? You did hear me say beneficial for preventing colon cancer, right? And cardiovascular disease. And I think everybody may be aware in the past 10 years, colon cancer has been exceptionally marketed. The commercials on TV are somewhat, they're somewhat comical. Where we've got two people running across the beach and the language is, oh, I just had a lap band. I had gastrointestinal surgery. I had half an organ removed and now I'm happier than ever. And you're like, what? And everybody's been raising money for cardiovascular disease longer than Jerry Lewis has been alive. And they all have a great vision and a great purpose. But what is happening here? So these foods, remember, we can talk about the benefit, but they must be challenged in. And remember, the source, anti-inflammatory, and most importantly, hormone-free. What region did they come from? They are anti-inflammatory, but what region? Are they antibiotic and hormone-free? If you go into Whole Foods, are they step five? Are they grass-fed, grass-finished? 
Is it 100% organic? If we're going to be discussing eating killed animals, and that's more for a one-on-one call, but those are parameters that detail PG2. And again, please remember, only if these foods work correctly, according to the protocol, the program they challenge in well, will you benefit from their potential. And this is quite comical, everybody, because, I mean, remember, I did say dairy fat, and remember in the beginning, Flavio, the no-fat, low-fat diets? How many of us on the phone were growing up or running a household where, oh, my God, it was low-fat milk and that's it? That was the only thing that was allowed in the house, or non-fat, right? Non-fat. And then it was low-fat. Oh, but don't bring whole fat in the house. But here's what's really biochemically or nutritionally comical about that your immune system and your body can't absorb the protein without the fat that's right i said that it's it's jaw-dropping information your body can't absorb the nutrients without the fat that's why it's so confusing out there if we step outside dietary engineering eat high fat low fat in 30 60 days people plateau and then they bounce right back or they're starving themselves and over-exercising. That's why this program works. There's dietary science here. And that's why before, if I'm really making you think now and I'm influencing thought processes and you're reflecting back, yeah, it was more frustrating than ever then to eat low-fat milk all the time, not really lose weight, or you lost weight and then it bounced back. That's because if protein is gonna be absorbed, nutrients has to be absorbed by fat. And that skim lower, no-fat milk, all the nutrients was removed, the calcium and you name it. Nowadays, the dairy is very dangerous because the production rate, the antibiotics, and the abuse of animals. But in those products, just know they've taken out the major benefit of the food. And that is important to know when we look back to see ahead because that is what's going on right now in our markets, in our grocery stores. Natural Flavors is making a comeback. It says organic, then you read the label, and only four things have that asterisk. The other eight don't. This is important. Stay focused. We've got a little longer to go, but I really hope this is intriguing. So remember, regardless of what you challenge in off of PG2, if it's dairy, goat, you name it, whole fat. If it's red meat or shellfish, where'd it come from? Was it wild caught? Is it hormone-free, antibiotic-free? And if those get challenged in and they don't challenge in well, don't frat. Your body's going to tag that food structure as a problem. The nutrients won't get used well, but you can rechallenge it later on because white blood cells, it's pretty amazing. They can make an antibody to a food within four to five days or 17, and then you can rechallenge it. But the nutrients doesn't get used well, and that's important. So please, everyone, don't talk yourself into a food working. Let's not practice insanity. It's better to say, oh, you know what? It didn't challenge him well. I've got a physical food symptom. Or look at your horizontal time, right? Look at the PM to AMs and say, God, I didn't calm down well. Um, something else interfered. And then we just rechallenge it. Now, let's go to PG3. PG3, very interesting conversation here because if you looked at this and you were thinking, oh, I kind of remember, I think in the 1980s and 1970s, you know, beans, wheat, and, and when soy was really popular, that was called macrobiotics. Well, it was. It was called macrobiotics. And it was also known as an alternative anti-cancer diet philosophy. I like to just say C infections. I don't like to give that word, that premise, because of the, the fear marketing. But it's the truth. And it reached popularity in the 70s and the 80s. 
And you still can find organic non-GMO soy to this day, but it's not that easy. So if you have a question about that, ask me later. Now, this is your PG3 pathway. It is the most complicated. I did say that. It is the most complicated, and you know I'm careful with language. It is the most complicated because you will see there are five arrows there, meaning more enzymes are needed on this pathway and acids to break these types of foods down correctly. Now, let's pause there for a second. We have to look back to see ahead now. In the past 15 years, if there's food that's been really attacked, whether it's mainstream media, weekend seminars, fitness centers, naturopathic doctors, I mean, you name it, grains, right, everybody? I mean, all kinds of grains from wheat to spelt to, I mean, some people say rice. I mean, you name it. And, and what, what was the, 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 the cause of the attack? Well, there was a couple doctors that wrote books about this gluten thing, and it turned into celiac, and then it turned into Crohn's. And Oh, my goodness. And, you know, and I'm not kidding you, three of those doctors have gone into hiding. Two of them came out. One is right here from Fort Lauderdale and admitted to accepting $30 million on behalf of false research. The other one is missing. You can go Googling this. Again, this is not Dr. Leon Melman research. This is real. There was many diagnostic codes for people in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s that had diabetes where wealth advisors and the American Medical Association had to come up with different relative values. So they came up with new diagnoses and linked it to different symptoms that doctors were reporting. It's really, really smart. It's intelligent to put things together. But when you've adulterated our food and it's now become genetically modified, we're the only ones that get hurt in the long run. So when you look at PG3, everyone, please know when we talk about challenging in these grains and different types of starches, they must be non-GMO or organic or biodynamic. They have a lot to offer the body. Oh, but what's the other controversial piece that comes with this? Oh, but they take a lot of energy, doc. Uh, I got to get more sleep. I don't get a lot of sleep. My fit band says I don't sleep enough. The other band I strapped to my head doesn't say I sleep enough. I mean, before you know it, everything's going to be strapped. It's crazy. But that is true, everyone. And from the conversations you've had with me, please deeply value this. Your cleaning cycle organs, they need that time medically to set you up for success if you challenge a PG3. Oh my God, doesn't that make sense? If you're going to challenge in a PG3 food, look at your schedule. Am I going to get enough horizontal time? Which means, are you going to allow those organs, primarily your kidneys, your liver, your gallbladder if you still have one, your pancreas, the time they need to clean your bloodstream? Boy, when you hear it like that, sleep sounds so much more important than just, oh, I'm going to catch four hours and I'm going to get up and go do something. Hopefully I made you laugh and smile, but it's the truth. So PG3 pathway is complicated. There are five errors there, meaning more enzymes are needed on this pathway to break these types of foods down correctly. There's amazing offerings from these foods, but many people are known to have gas from beans, right? Isn't that a common physical symptom we all grew up with? And that's a symptom we spoke of earlier on your orientation call, where I had everyone list out physical food symptoms from white blood cells. 
And we grow up with this in the American society thinking it's funny. What if you needed a little bit more sleep? What if you were eating a reactive food when you ate the beans? Not so much the beans fault anymore. Now that's pretty funny. Or you ate it with a reactive food that violated some white blood cell membranes. And then that attack was met with a release of chemicals from the cell, which then resulted in the symptom. Okay, I went scientific on you. I know, but that's what happens. So when you look at PG3, don't discount it, everybody. There's, as we say, magical food moments waiting to happen. Now, some of you, you're sitting there saying like, wow, I get six hours of sleep. I get away with it. I eat black beans. Or you get five hours of sleep three days a week and you can still eat walnuts. Well, good for you. That's pretty awesome. Not everybody's immune system gets away with that. And that's where we're unique and individual. Now, please remember to report all symptoms on the comment section of your dietary format sheet. Now, if you haven't figured it out, nature provides an alternative way. Innate intelligence provides an alternative way for you to get a PG3 anti-inflammatory hormone if you cannot use beans, nuts, or variations of wheat or other grains correctly. And that's through eating fish. Wow. Now, eating fish has become a little bit of a concern the past 10 years with mercury levels, sewage dumping, again, more information coming out about coronavirus and how many cruise ships can just dump sewage right into the ocean. The ocean, believe it or not, garbage areas that are designated garbage piling areas or garbage zones in the ocean. So where we're at now was not 20 years ago. It wasn't even 15 years ago region of where your fish is coming from on the planet and whether it was wild caught or farm raised is more important than ever but if your system uses it correctly look at that everybody three quick arrows a pg3 is produced that in turn manufactures a female or a male hormone and anti-inflammatory hormones for your immune system and when you fulfill the mission of finding one food from each pathway or at least you've challenged in multiple times and maybe only one PG pathway works, two or three, that's okay. You keep focused on that PG food and you eat it at every meal. And if you have all three, then you stack them every meal and you start flooding your immune system with PG foods to do what? Reduce inflammation, accelerate weight loss, have more mental stamina, build more muscle, reshape your body, you name it. PGs are a secret weapon. Decrease pain, not a problem. It all lies within your PGs. Everyone's heard of Celebrex on the market. It says it on the box, synthetic prostaglandin. Everybody's heard of Viagra. It says it on the box, synthetic prostaglandin. What I've presented to you this evening, it is real. It is real in pharmaceutical science. More importantly, it's real inside of us. It's real in the food. We just need to have the correct foods. Now, Something else everybody may be wondering about, looking at this diagram, how this thing called arachidonic acid is kind of everywhere. Well, let's look back to see ahead one more time, and then we'll open up for questions. In the 80s, those of you that were around reading Time magazine or other really popular magazines, you may remember the marketing scheme where it was inflammation is the future. However, arachidonic acid is the cause of all our bodily pain, aches and pains, you name it. Now, Jack Nicholas, who most people know if you've read through our media packet or you're an avid golfer or following, has been outspoken about this program for years, many of his family. 
And what's interesting about this story is he fell right into that gap, not only investing in pharmaceutical companies, but in his early years, it was everyone was telling everyone from Jack to the common hard public worker, don't eat anything that can increase your levels of arachidonic acid. So once again, everybody, they scared everybody away from eating certain things, right? That could cause your body to manufacture its own arachidonic acid. Now look here, look in PG-1. See that long arrow that goes across? It's pointing at arachidonic acid. Look in PG-2. Look at those long arrows coming down. They're pointing to arachidonic acid. Oh my God, look at PG-3. There's like a couple different types, but there's arachidonic acid. Wow. Maybe pretty important in our body. Well, guess what happened, right? In the 2000s, what came out? Arachidonic acid is known to help our body with deteriorating joints and arthritic issues. Once again, the same pattern, fear-based communication, get people away from certain food. Now give it back. Now, if those of you have noticed, evening primrose oil is up at the top in between PG-1 and PG-2. Evening primrose oil is typically bought as a nutraceutical, fancy word for supplement. And it is believed to be an omega-9. So it is a PG. It's a PG-1. And it has omega-9 content. Now, in the very beginning of this, I mentioned EFAs and fancy languages, omega-3, 6, and 9. So I want to make sure you jot this down onto your PG diagram. So over PG-1, everyone please write in, primarily omega-6, secondary omega-3. Primary omega-6, secondary omega-3. Now, you may have heard that language from your doctors, anybody that's an avid fitness person or has traveled a lot, and your medical doctors have gone for some educational calls, and they say, oh, take your omegas, right? It thins your blood out. It's good for your heart. Well, research shows that omega-6 is better for people that are more cardiovascular stressed than omega-3. Well, that's good to know, right? Okay, let's go over to PG-3. PG-3, everyone, is primarily omega-3, secondary omega-6. So just flip it. Flip it from PG-1. Primary omega-3, secondary omega-6. Hey, Doc, what about PG-2? Well, it's pretty neat. When PG-2 gets activated, meaning accepted by your immune system, that there's a membrane there where that linoleic acid crosses over and arachidonic acid is formed, and that's how your PGs come together. And they now all come together and make omega-3, 6, or 9. It's really, really fascinating. But this is what happens to fats that we eat when they're correct for our immune system in the form of food. Everyone knows their mission. Some of you already have PG foods working, which is very, very exciting. So now, everybody, um, let's go ahead and come off a of mute. We're going to open up for calls, and we'll do two questions per person. All right, and we'll just start at the top of my roll call list. So go ahead and come off a of mute for me. Very, very exciting. Okay, so we've got, um, all right, John and Terry, you're up at the top, and you're in Idaho. So do either one of you have any questions? Oh, I didn't hear you. Any questions, guys? Mm -hmm. No? Okay. All right. And that's okay. Everybody has format reviews later on in the week. So if you're going to review your notes and think of things, it's no problem. It's just fun to share. All right. Next uh, down, Andrea and Josh in Florida. Talk to me. Any questions about what you heard tonight? Um, 
Nothing. I mean, you you broke it down pretty pretty good. So nothing at the at the moment. But on our uh, format review, I can go a little deeper. Okay. So. All right. All right. No problem, guys. Remember, everybody learns from open questions. Um, these are group EDU calls. Of course, we're not going to discuss anything to specific to an individual's immune system. But um, did you guys remember those trends, giving the different age groups? And I mean, do, does anybody remember seeing that in society? Because it is repeating itself. Just last year, Pepsi brought back saccharin. And you have many huge conglomerate companies buying low, small, organic, non-GMO companies. And that's our big concern right now is are these chemicals going to creep back into foods? So um, next person, um, Barry, I know you're in Texas. You're still on mute. Do you have any open questions at all? Nope. Okay, no problem. Janika, you're in Virginia. Do you have any questions? No, sir. Good to go. Thank you for the information. You're welcome. And I look forward to everybody speaking to you on your format review. Um, we have uh, John. Um, you're still on mute. If you have any questions, go ahead and come off of mute now for me. No. Okay. Um, Karen. Yep. Come off a of mute. Karen, do you or David have any questions? Florida is in the yeah. house. Yeah. So Orlando. Hey, oh, uh, Orlando. Yeah. Okay. It's David, obviously. Uh, the PG3. Now you said, could you explain a little bit more? You said when you introduce those foods, you got to almost guarantee that you're going to have um, right. a lot of yes. horizontal time. Great question, David. Thank you for speaking up and out about that. So what I was referencing is there's certain things that we can negotiate with our body and there's certain things that we can't. So when we talk about PG3, the first thing you're always going to hear from me on a group call or on a one-to-one -one call is, okay, are we going to be able to get enough horizontal time? Now, remember, horizontal time doesn't mean that we're going to necessarily be asleep. It means that we need to be laying down in the horizontal position and working to get calm. Almost everyone on this phone call tonight has realized like you can lay down and start to lose weight and still be awake. It's pretty amazing. So with PG3, David and Karen, that is the most important thing we need to be mentally aware of is that when we're going to challenge in beans, different variations of wheat, nuts that correlate to PG3, you will hear that from me. Hey, is this going to be a five-hour night? Is it going to be a three-hour night? Where are we at with this? Because you don't want to set yourself up for failure. So the most important thing is be aware of how long you're going to be able to lay down. And even if you go horizontal at 3 a.m. and have to be up at 9 a.m., but you're really only going to sleep about maybe four hours, it's being horizontal and getting calm. And that's where it's a great question for everybody, knowing what your click-in is, right? The click-in is what we call a chemical click-in. And most of the people on this call, some this is new information with where you're at in your uh, coaching schedule. Others, this is a repeat, but it's excellent. Because the amount of time it takes for you to calm down, you see on the scale, you will see a drop 0.2 or greater from that first PM scale reading, or maybe your second or your third. So when we can map that out and watch to see how long it takes for you to get calm and click in, that's where you can just now lay down and stay put. No one said fall asleep, but we typically do. So that's very, very important. And great question, David. Um, I think I answered it. Do you have another question? You or Karen before we go on? Uh, no, we're good. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. And Nicole from Virginia, so happy to see that you could make it. Welcome. Yeah, me too. Thank you. No, I don't have any yeah. questions. This was really educational. It kind of helps me um, refocus. So after our conversation good. last week, so I'm good. ready. Excellent. I'll be back in touch with you. So everyone, please remember this before we say good night. We're all at home. 
or we're self-quarantining within certain environmental circles. But we can control what goes on between our ears. Keep smiling. Look at yourself in the mirror. Put your hands on your heart. Be thankful that we're here physically. Breathe. We have many other people that we love that are whether they're physically here or spiritually here. We have to lift them up. We have to make them proud. We have to make our families proud. So take every day at a time, but express gratitude and positivity and only greatness will come. I thank you so much for attending everybody. Please stay safe, hydrate, stay on your foods because now is the best time right now for you to focus on being your greatest. Great night to y'all. Bye-bye.